How Civis Broadcasting. Hello, everyone. I am your host, Alufi Haskell de Civis. And I'm your host, Silas de Civis. Today is the 20th of Volt 997YK. And we have a heck of a show planned for you today. Today on A Chronicle of Echoes, we're going to be talking about the 12. And you know what? You have 12 good reasons to stick around for that. Before we get into the discussion of the 12, we do need to do a quick recap of the news. Our colleagues over at the Sharn Inquisitive have a little bit of troubling news coming out of the Mornland, and so we're going to touch on that very quickly. According to all recent information, on Zul this week, the Agar Keep was sieged momentarily by more than a dozen creatures coming from the Mornland. Now these creatures were these creatures were horribly twisted, twenty feet tall, and hurled boulders at the keep. And unfortunately, more than twenty thrain soldiers were lost during the altercation with these abominations from the Mornlands. Uh, according to the commander of the Angwar Keep, uh, they are now doubling the guards to prevent against further attacks. Patrols north to Olaf and south to Arldusk will be larger and more frequent, according to him. After all was said and done, the remaining giants swam back across the northern edge of Lake Arul and were last seen heading to Estin. Now, Estin is rumored to have quite a lot in the way of riches left over from before the Day of Mourning, so uh, I, 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 I worry that we may have adventurers headed that way to try and take on these monstrosities and to try and reclaim that, but I encourage you not to. If you head into the Mornlands and you aggravate these creatures, these beasts, these things, and then you draw them out, that, that does incur more deaths on the average citizen living in that area. Well, we see it all the time, adventurers coming from different areas and agitating things and then leaving their pockets lined full of gold. So if you are headed into the Mornland, please be respectful. The Mornland is filled with a lot of dangerous creatures, and letting these creatures, these living spells, these whatever they happen to be, carrion crawlers even, that, that have moved into the Mornland, feasting on, on, on the bodies there, it's not something that a lot of us who aren't adventurers can take care of. So as an adventurer, it is your duty, your responsibility to take care of those things before they can get to the rest of us. And I highly, highly encourage any adventuring guilds, the Clifftop Guild, Deathgate, the Wayfinders Foundation, what have you, to please 
make sure that you are training your adventurers properly and that and that you punish any adventurers who cause undue harm to any innocent people throughout the Thronehold nations to the fullest of your extent. And with the new year right around the corner, I know that Deathgate as well as the Clifftop guilds are starting to bring in outsiders and to train up more adventurers. And as you go through those new initiates, please remind them to be courteous as well. I know that we have a lot of outsiders coming into Sharn and recruiting with these different guilds, and I look forward to seeing them make the jump in two weeks. I'm really excited to be there for that, but overall, remind them that it is important that they respect the city, that they respect the common people, that these extraordinary people that they are care about us common folk. Our next news isn't actually news, it's more of a public announcement. Professor Preston Digitation of Impractical Transmutations and Sleights of Hand 101 from Morgrave University has lost his spellbook and favorite lucky pointed hat. The spellbook and pointy hat were last seen at the Druidity Cafe on Center Bridge where Professor Digitation was tutoring some students. I've been there. It's, it's, it's rather nice. If the pointy hat is found, there is a 100 Galifar reward. The spell book is a 700 Galifar reward. Both of them return together in pristine condition. Believe me, I know if it is not in pristine condition and I would know if you wore it, please do not wear it. 2,000 Galifars. Uh, That is quite a hefty sum, and I will have to keep an eye out for a spellbook and pointy head. One thing, please, 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 if you are listening, and you are excited about the next chapter of your life, and you think that you're going to have children, please do not name them after spells. I, I have heard so many times people naming their children after spells, and if we could stop that whole thing. The 60, 70 years ago, it became a huge thing to name your children after spells. Please, please don't. Please, please, there is no reason to continue doing that anymore. What? I mean, Preston Digitation makes sense. It, it's... What about others? Th- there have been quite a few over the years. Um, well, let's see, uh, I have a friend... Ray. Uh, his name is Ray O'Frost. Ooh, that one's bad. It's super bad. Ooh, what about clairvoyance? I have known a clairvoyance or two, and I've known uh, Hunter Mark. I've met a gentleman. His name was Drew Idcraft. I did Tenfi? That one's rough. Yeah, I've definitely heard that one. Uh, I've I've heard, uh, let's see, a Misty Step, of course, Polymorph. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a lot of those. uh, Tomaturgy, which, (laughs) yeah, it's rough. Why would you, the the first name and then the middle name is rough, but I I have known a, a gentleman who had first, middle, and last name, all absolutely terrible. His name was E.L. Rich Blast. What was its first? What were the first two names? El. Oh, that's it. Just, that's it. Just that's, the letter that's, E. Yeah, the e, yes. The, the, oh yeah, no. the, They were terrible parents. You know, I uh, I actually knew a Sam Ulacrum growing up. Oh, oh, ugh. why do that? Why name your child after something like that? There, there are so many better options. I think it's mostly humans. I think it's because they don't live very long, so they want to spice things up a little bit. I. 
I mean, that could be. I, I can't. Yeah, actually, it, it is a lot of humans. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with, with that being said. Um, uh, so, Preston Digitation, Spellbook, really high reward. Please don't wear the hat. I, I From what I gather, the hat is more important than the Spellbook. It's, it must be a, a fantastic hat. So, in other news, uh, we, we do have something coming up this weekend. Oh, yes, we do indeed. So, this weekend will be our very first Tiny Tavern performance by Kevin Capona. Uh, so, here in the new studio, we did create a tiny tavern. It is a tavern that is very tiny uh, in the hopes that musicians from across Sharn and, well, Kevin has made it so that if you aren't from Sharn, if you aren't from Eberron, in fact, if you are from places that don't sound like they actually exist, you can come to the tiny tavern and perform for us. Does that mean he's summoning in the fiends? Is, is that is he no, no. trying to access no the, the planes? And... No, no, no. Planes, yes. Mortals, yes. Fiends, no. Are you certain? Yes. This is Kevin we're talking about here. Yeah, yeah. He got a book... I, you know what? I'm, I, I don't need to know. Uh, so, so you, who, who do you have coming in? We don't know. So your first performance, you have no idea who's going to be there. Um, yeah, no, Kevin's the one who deals with all of that. Uh, I'm just there to, you know, do everything. So yeah, we don't so really know. So what's going to happen this week is you're, you're inviting everyone out to just come and sit and watch Kevin. No, 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 nobody's allowed in the tavern except for us. Well, that is a terrible tavern. Yeah. So when Kevin summons in a monstrosity that begins attacking the tower, will the anti-magic field stop that? It'll, it'll banish it. Okay, look. It's going to be great. It's going to be fine. We're going to have a lot of fun. Oh, I, I, I'm sure I will. will. Will there be seating outside so I can come and watch this disaster in person? I think we can arrange that. Oh, uh, there will be a lot of cake, though. Um, I, I ordered this really big one from one of the bakeries that, that well, I don't frequent it, but I've always wanted to. And Kevin was like, here, buy some stuff. And he gave me a whole bunch of galifars. And so I went out and I got this huge, really fancy, pretty cake. It's got like flowers on them. It's just like really pretty. What if the band doesn't like cake? Everyone likes cake, Silas. I, I'm just trying to, you've, you, you've spent money on a cake and then there's no one there to eat it. I'm concerned. Fun fact, Silas. That's how you can tell if someone is actually a Rakshasa or a fiend. They don't like cake. Considering you're most likely going to summon in one. So it's good to have the cake on hand. Si- Silas, you, you like you like cake though, right? Right, Silas? Silas? It's time for a Luffy's Asks. Silas, oh, this one's to me today. I know you read Hold the- Hold on. I call false play. This is a Luffy's advice corner, not Silas's butt-is-head-in corner. Well, let, let's see. Maybe it asks you something, too. Okay. I know you read the broadsheets. Maybe you've seen my byline. Thresher Kane, investigative journalist. I don't know if I'm familiar with Thresher Kane. But we'll continue. Yeah. I've got a story I need published, but the Kornberg Chronicle won't take it, and I don't trust the Sharn Inquisitive with it. You and Aluffy are my last hope. Oh, okay. This no male thing is new, so I think it's safe to trust it with this much. 
There's a forged 100 feet tall in the Mornlands. I've been putting the pieces of this one together for months, and believe me, if the wrong people get a chance to spin this, it could make things even harder for the forged than they already are. You two are maybe the only outlet I can trust to handle this story in a way that doesn't start a gold rush or riot against the forged. And if you're reading an excuriate's prayers of a cloth live on the airwaves, you might be crazy enough to do it. I'm leaving town soon, but I think this Gmail thing can reach me before I do. Don't wait. This tip is as hot as it gets. Also, Aloofy, there is such a thing as pigeon. Heck yes, there are. Let's talk about that. Well, hold on. Okay, so first off, we did not mean to read the piece of fabric that was sent to us. We had the misfortune of Meeps and the rest of our editorial team not reading it before it got to us. So that is definitely an issue which we have from here on out made sure to rectify. Absolutely. If your mail says excoriate on it, we will not be reading it. Yeah. What Silas said? Well, I, I just want to make sure because we can't get tangled up with excoriates. That's definitely true. They have to clearly identify themselves as excoriates so we know we cannot read that mail. Yeah. You were saying. You know what this means, right? Giant warforged in the in in the Mornlands? One of those living spell thingies? Enlarge? Just enlarging and enlarging and enlarging a poor warforged. Well, actually, um, that, that actually is a really good question, whether or not that would work. I'm going to look into that. I have heard rumors from several members of House Caneth that I spoke with uh, about uh, a thing used by Sire in the last days of the war. They, they rolled off the assembly line from House Caneth, and they were called uh, Warforge Colossi, or a Warforge Colossus. And I think that may be what he's talking about. Now, I don't know how many of them exist, or I, I think that, that may, maybe that uh, we need to find out more uh, from this gentleman, this this Thresher Kane. Mm-hmm. And uh, Thresher, if you're listening, please, please reach out to us. Uh, we, we we will try and get a Gmail out to you as quickly as possible. I'm going to have Meeps do that. But uh, we'd like to talk more about uh, what you found. Now, on to the real topic about this Aluvi's ask. <clears throat> Mr. Thresher they're not Kane, They're not real. Don't, don't do this. I do indeed plan on having a handful of naturalists and biologists and magical creature people here on the Echors to talk about the feasibility and truth behind were pigeons, the only lycanthropes that the Church of the Silver Flame did not abolish because they are so useful. They're not horrible. They're not bad. They just know where all of their letters are going. Again, these are trained carrier pigeons. These are not... Wear pigeons, yes. They're not wear pigeons. They are wear Anytime pigeons. Anytime that you have They are extremely out- smart. Silas, they are really smart. How do they know? How do they know to go back to the one place? How do they know to go to the Luffy, other place? How do they know? We are talking into a tube at this moment in time that is transmitting our voice to everyone in Sharn, and you're concerned about birds being able to figure out where they can go and where they can't? Yeah. Proof. I want proof. You say they're real, I'm willing to believe you that they could be real. But here's 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 the rub. It can't just be another person who, who has wild shape and, and is changing into a pigeon. I'm not doing this again. I know you're out there. 
You know how to reach me. I promise no one will hurt you. What is up with you today? Look. No, you are you spending too much time with Kevin? Because we, we need to fix that. I may have had two or three cups of House Vidalis experimental coffee this morning. Meeps, do you have slow? Do you know slow, Meeps? No? Okay. Um, Meeps, if you dare try and cast something at me, I will beat your butt, buddy. And uh, I didn't, I didn't... We, we will be back after uh, th- this quick interlude. I'm really sorry. I'm just really excited. There's like a lot of cool stuff going on. Three back-to-back broadcastings for long shadows. It's like super cool. someplace else it would be a little different but every single time it's like it's the threat and i don't want that in my system there is a lovely little well zendrick is a good idea and does have some of that spice but i I can get mine not spiced you can get yours not spiced we'll we'll, we'll talk about it after yeah yeah How, how long till we're back what, we're back? Welcome back, everybody. Um, let's talk briefly about something. Uh, the um, Let's talk about uh, Gmail, our, our, our gnome mail. Yes, our gnome mail. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so our last Livy's Ask did come through uh, the gnome mail. We always recommend all of our listeners to please send us gnome mail. If you have comments, questions, concerns, advice, if you have have something for Luffy's Advice Corner, if you want to uh, try to give us your services, if you're a musician that wants to be part of uh, Kevin Capone's Tiny Taverns, if you literally want to talk to us about anything, you can always reach out to us via our gnome mail, Station at gmail.com. Of course, as always, we do recommend you talk to that subscribe so he can tell you all about our latest broadcastings, help you follow along. Take a look down at that description pad next to all of the Echoer devices. Uh, that'll have some extra information about today's broadcasting as well as places where you can find more information on the Sharn Inquisitive broadsheets and other topics we bring up today. And as always, if you are a fan of the show and like to support us here at House Civis, please join us on Patreon.com. Patreon is how we are supported through House Condorac. House Condorac can take Galifar from you every month and make sure that you support us here in the booth. And that goes to all of our great projects that we're doing here. And so now that we have reached our first goal of 50 Galifars each month, we are going to be doing a special broadcasting from a selected list our patrons suggest. The details of which you can find in the description pad that Alufi just alluded to. We want to thank our newest patron who joined us, uh, Kevin. Oh, oh, thank goodness. It's not Kevin Cabona. Uh, it is Kevin Gouin. Thank you very much. Talking about patrons, how was your visit with the other heirs of Sybaris 
at your kind of vacation weekend? Uh, my weekend with the heirs was absolutely fantastic. I went into it expecting the worst and had only good things happen, and that was absolutely amazing. I have been thinking of the Twelve and the entire meeting of the heirs as just a droll, horrid thing I have to do every year. And for the first time in a long time, I am I'm looking forward to it again next year. In fact, there has been talk about a mid-meeting among some of us heirs. You know, the cooler ones. The cool... <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Would you just say, like, that last sentence one more time for me? You know what? Uh, so, now that we're talking about the 12, Aluvi, let, let's... No, no, the last sentence you said, what was it? Uh, that myself and several of the cooler heirs <laughs> may be getting together... You know, uh, y- you say that now, but I- I'm I'm actually planning on having a couple of them come in. I, I have my-, my good friend Alcott de Lerander was phenomenal the entire weekend. I met him and he ended up being uh, one of my best friends, I would say, at this moment in time. He's just, he's so cool. He's the coolest. I feel like you're the kid that the cool kids keep around to make themselves look cooler. That's not what he said. Tell me more about these cool cats. They're not cats, Luffy. They're heirs of Sybaris, meaning that they are, like me, extremely important to their house. And that already makes them cool. Would you you say they have an air about them? (laughs) So I I will quickly talk about some of them. Uh, Let's start uh, at the beginning. So this year we were boarded aboard a house lyrander ship and... We were taken to an island paradise in Shargon's Teeth. And I was delighted to find out that uh, this year they decided to do something different. Uh, the House Galanda gentleman who I met, he, he's the one who actually summoned in the magical mansion using his dragon mark. And then we all stayed in a mansion every day that he sculpted from his mind and existed in this pocket dimension. And it was wonderful because I could make little tweaks. Initially, they put me in a smaller room and I got kind of mad about that. Just because I'm small doesn't mean I don't deserve the same space as everyone else. It, but but I talked with him and we made sure that that got rectified. Yeah, you gotta have a place to put your ego. It's because I had to speak and work with other members of the Twelve and I needed the space for them. So the gentleman who uh, I got to spend the most time with, as I said, was my new friend Alcott. Uh, and he is hes just like a cool swashbuckling pirate uh, and is absolutely phenomenal. So he was – the thing that I noticed about him is that he had like that reckless pirate attitude. And I was like, oh, man, I'm going to like this guy a lot because he doesn't immediately give a six about what the houses think. And so I, I found out from him and talking to him – He actually got elemental grafts. He got the inside of his mouth removed and replaced with a water elemental. And so his tongue and his throat and and the inside of his mouth all made out of that water elemental and allowed him to never go thirsty again. It's something to do with the time that he spent with House Lyrander and and something to do with the uh, their test of Sybaris set him down that path. Ooh, I understand that. There's, and, and so he had several years ago had another graph done, and it was actually placed 
on his skin, and you can see the water elemental there. And the interesting thing is that the dragon mark actually manifested over top of that different skin, which I think is very interesting mm -hmm. that it's not specifically the skin that mattered. It's the, the whole the whole thing that mattered, which is crazy. Tell me about more people. Come on. Oh, I'm sorry. I, again, we had a cool time. I did not. Um, he took me on an airship and he introduced me to the leader his crew of and his, and his partners. The, he was fantastic. Yeah. You got like a boy crush on him. Oh, God, no. No, he was just, I mean, a, a Luffy. He is a super cool guy. He is, he is a pan poly pirate. How is that not something to immediately, like, just enjoy? I do have a question. Yes. The patriarch of house Kundarak, uh is an heir of Sybaris. Did you guys feel like you had to kind of obey his commands because he was the leader of a house and you weren't? That kind of um, disparity. Magram Dithrask is also a leader of the house as well. Well, she, she's not the leader. She's a leader. They have, they have three. No, I, I didn't really feel like... You can tell from people their attitudes and how they treat people, their rank, and how they view themselves in charge of the group. And the Gunracks were fantastic the entire time I was there. Rorik was an absolute riot. But no one felt like they were in charge. Everyone was there in that spirit of cooperation and just enjoying the time. I mean, House Kenneth had a couple of members who had a little... uh well, a, a little bossy and uh, very upset that we did not include them in the Echoer system during the initial here and uh, just, just uh, not fun the whole time. But uh, overall, no, it, it was, so the Twelve is an organization that was formed by the Dragonmark Houses specifically. It was formed about 2,500 years ago. Now, any history buffs out there will know that the Twelve was named the Twelve before all Twelve dragon marks were actually known about or, or found out about or or um, manifested. Uh, so the, the Twelve is named the Twelve because uh, it was thought that Twelve was the perfect number of dragon marks to exist uh, in, in a line with the moons minus one because of the missing moon and then the missing mark. So that, that's how they uh, decided on 12, and then it turned out to be 12 marks, which is rather exciting. So the 12 decided to create a building in Korth for the 12 to come together. All the different Dragonmark houses to come together and actually work together on projects. That Lyrander airship, it's not just a Lyrander airship, that's a 12 airship. Sending stations here in House Civis also included in that list. There are a lot of projects that they worked on together collectively, and I'm excited that the Echoers are going to be a part of that now. I spoke with them, and they're going to work with us, and we're going to work with Tasker's Dream to see if we can't come up with a complete better system. They want us to be able to broadcast. They, in fact, have suggested that maybe the next location for an Echoer system should be in Stormreach, and I can't disagree. So is that what you guys discussed I'm not sure what their plan is a lot of the time with the Heir of Sybaris, uh, but they just kind of jam us together and hope that something's going to happen. How, how can I put it? Um, it's like an orgy, but without the sex. It's just uh, a bunch of <clears throat> awkward standing and uncomfortable glances and, and groups of people being put into a situation that they don't necessarily want to be in. So it's like an adult party. No, God, I wish. Uh, it's, again, it's just... 
they get us together and they they have us do different activities to see if anything comes about from that. It's it's just them trying. I, I don't think anyone has any real plan at the moment. So so is it like like adult parties in that afterwards you get funny feelings about the people that you met at said parties? I mean, I, I've made several friends if that's what you're talking about. I've definitely no uh, like different kinds of feelings. No. These are the dragon mark houses we're talking about. That's true. So you shouldn't be feeling those kinds of feelings after an adult party. Hey, why don't you talk more about the 12 since you're so into it? I, I, Me- Meeps is letting us know that we, we should probably wrap this up. Uh, on the last day we were there, uh, we got teleported out by uh, House Orion. What was this? Uh, uh, her, oh, her, her name, her, uh, Aladri. Aladri? But in, it did. So she teleported us out. She was she was wonderful, and brought us to a secret location. the The temperature was perfect. Unfortunately, I couldn't see the sky from the facility that we were in. But they are working on a new project, and and I'm really excited about it. And when that project comes to fruition, sometime next year, I'd like you to come. I'd like to do, I'll introduce you to all the heirs I know, and maybe we can do a broadcast from that particular project. But I think uh, we should wrap this this up at this moment in time. Well, uh, from us to all of you listeners, I hope you all have a wonderful far. You know what, Silas, why don't you say it this time? And as always, keep an ear out for those echoes of hope. Hope.